0: This time, we're chatting with someone who is not just a marketer in his own right, but someone who offers a truly valuable service to marketers big and small. When it comes to the world of physical products and fulfillment of those products, Brett Ridgeway is the go-to guy. Now, if you've never thought of making a physical product available, then you could be missing out on a huge opportunity, and that's why I'm so excited this time to welcome Brett. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. Well, it's such a pleasure to be with you folks today, and I look forward to our chat. Great. Well, we need to talk about your business, I guess, don't we, Brett? Services.com and how you set that up and, and what the uh, the company
1: does. Well, it's actually a very interesting story. Way back in the mid-1990s, and I'm going back a while, obviously, I actually put up the first portal website in the plant engineering and maintenance industry. It was called maintenanceresources.com. And back in those days, we were selling VHS tapes and, and books and manuals aimed at that particular niche. Maintenance guys, mechanics, electricians, etc. And so we were selling quite a bit of product online via that site. And about the same time, I met a guy at an event, and it was back in like 1992 or 3, a guy named Carl Galletti at a, at a conference down in Florida. And that led to a joint venture with Carl a few years later, and then he decided to put on his first Internet marketing super conference in 1999 in Las Vegas. So he actually called me up and asked me if I would come out and handle the back sales table for him. Well, I didn't even know what backroom sales was, honestly, but I hadn't been to Las Vegas before, so it sounded good to me. So I went out there and handled the sales table for Carl, and that's where I started to meet some of these guys who were involved in the Internet and information marketing spaces. And a lot of speakers were obviously promoters in their own right. And so we started doing the back of the room where we would provide the crew and the big merchant account that could handle a lot of volume in a short period of time to various info and Internet marketing events. And at one of those events, a couple years after that initial conference, one of the speakers, Jim Edwards, cornered me and said, hey, I know you're doing product fulfillment for your own sites. Will you take over some fulfillment for me? And it was kind of a natural outgrowth of all the contacts I had made in the industry. And so in, I think it's 2002 or 2003, we formally put Speaker Fulfillment Services together. And the rest, as they say, is history. In fact, we're in the middle of a rebranding. And and because most of our clients initially were speakers, Mm -hmm. we chose the name Speaker Fulfillment Services. We're now in the process of rebranding it as Get Ship done.com so we work with a lot more than speakers <laughs> I, I see what you've done there as well with the name
0: uh, <laughs> uh, get ship done great um and where can we find that is that is that online do you have a website for that now
1: yeah get ship done is online now and then that's just kind of the overriding brand we have various sub-brands aimed at particular niches so we have sites such as shipyourbooks.com or bookletsdelivered.com or discdeliver.com ShipYourSupplements.com because we work in markets outside the information marketing industry. But all those are kind of sub-brands to the Get Ship Done overall brand now. Excellent. And for anybody that's never really thought about
0: fulfillment before, maybe imagine maybe we could explain what fulfillment is.
1: Sure. So if you're selling a product online, you have to have some way to get that product in the hands of your customers. And many people decide to do it themselves, which is fine. But if you've been marketing for very long, you realize your time is most valuably spent doing the sales and the marketing and the product creation and those things that only that you can do. So it becomes apparent to most fairly soon that fulfillment is a process they should outsource. So when you outsource your fulfillment, you basically connect with a company such as Get Ship Done and you develop an integration between whatever e-commerce platform you're using that then talks with our system. And so when you get an order for a book or a supplement or a home study course or whatever it may be, then that automatically automatically pops over to our system and then we ship it out from there on your behalf. Excellent. And uh, you've become an expert in this area of
0: taking those fulfillment headaches away from, from people. So you've mentioned already books and discs and and so on. Are you seeing a resurgence
1: now in the physical products world, Brett? We are starting to see it turn around some. Obviously, there's been big changes in the industry over the last couple of decades. When we first began the process. It was all about the big box package. So, you know, they talked about thump value. And when somebody spent a 1000 or $2,000 on a product, they expected to receive a big box of stuff. So, you know, 16 CDs or DVDs, two big manuals, etc. And, And to be honest, the day of the big box package has primarily come and gone. Uh, you don't see very much of those anymore because obviously the world switched over to primarily digital delivery. And, you know, while that's great in some aspects, it's also fraught with other problems that people need to think about if they're considering doing digital-only delivery of their products. But, in fact, the turnaround is starting to come because people are recognizing that some people still want touch and feel. They want something in their hands. I mean, how many of us have bought a product online online? Downloaded it and then forgot where it was sitting on a computer and never looked at it. Where if you have a physical product, that's sitting on the shelf. It's kind of a reminder that I need to read this or watch this video or whatever it may be. And in fact, the book industry had their b- almost biggest year ever last year. And lead time on getting books printed with most book printers these days is running four to five months. They are so busy. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same with, with things like vinyl as well, isn't it? Vinyl has made
0: such a, a comeback in, in the last kind of handful of years. And now the record pressing plants around the world, they are flat out, they can't keep up with the demand. So it does seem to be that there is a, a another focus now on physical products. I think that digital certainly has its place. And for a lot of people, it's still a great way to consume content. However, there are those people that do want that physical Uh, product i also i also say that when you have something like a book sitting on a shelf it is that constant reminder isn't it brett That as you say somebody needs to read that book it's sitting on the shelf somebody needs to take it off the shelf and read it whereas a lot of marketers these days spend an absolute fortune on things like remarketing um and and facebook advertising to remind people to bring them back but if you've got a book there sitting on your shelf it's a constant reminder it's real estate in people's homes so i think i think that's um there's a, there's a definite movement towards physical products making a comeback. In terms of, you know, your your business itself, um, you fulfill for many of the biggest names in information marketing. Maybe you could just talk about some of the people that you've worked with and um, what that experience has been like.
1: Well, we were very blessed early on because we were doing the back of the room sales table at the conferences that we got to know some of the biggest names in the industry fairly quickly. In fact, I met Alex Mondozian at that first internet marketing super conference back in 1999. So we're coming on over 20 years that I've known Alex. Hmm. But we were blessed to work early on with people like Armin Morin and Mike Same and Ryan Dice and and Russell Brunson. And so having those, you know, superstars in your corner is certainly great for any business. So our, our business was primarily built on word of mouth advertising. And we didn't do a lot of productive advertising because they were coming to us and it was as much as we could
0: handle. Wow. So you do things like books, you do discs, you do the courses and and so on. Um, do you have like minimums that people need to, to order? Because I, I guess that a lot of people fall into that trap of if they want to create a physical product, they go and have, you know, hundreds of books printed and then they sit on a shelf at home or in their office and they are then duty-bound when those orders come in to fulfill those those orders themselves you make it easy for people i guess you take care of all of that but do you have any
1: minimums it depends on the product obviously because of the changes in the industry over the last 15 years or so we have gone to offer more print-on-demand services so we do cds and dvds because their need for those isn't as great as it was so we offer that as a print-on-demand we can do booklets as a print-on-demand most products, if it's a home study course that has multiple components, our minimum run is just a dozen units. So you don't have to do hundreds or thousands to work with us. But you know, in some, it just doesn't make sense to do some of these things as one-at-a-time type things. I mean, what you don't want to do is well, I had a client a few years ago that printed a beautiful full-color cookbook and shipped us 15 pallets worth of books. Wow. Well, you know, five and a half or seven and a half years later, there were still 14 and a half pallets of books sitting on a rack. So, I mean, people get into the trap where they think, oh, if I print more, I'll get a lower per unit cost, and then they can't sell them. And you're far better off paying a little bit more per unit until you have your marketing channels working so fluidly that you know you can move the product, and then you can do a higher run. But, you know, it just kills me to see people order massive quantities of a product. And then, frankly, they don't have a clue about how to really sell it. And then it just sits and sits and sits. And I'd rather help people by fulfilling orders for them than storing their stuff.
0: You're right. I mean, I think a lot of people do get rather overambitious thinking, well, if I print this many copies, then I will sell this many copies, but it doesn't always work out that that way. Um, in terms of your own uh, background, Brett, what were you doing before you you got into this? Were you, were you, do you have like a, a normal nine to five job or is
1: this something that you've, a world you've always been in? You know, right out of college, which is back in the early 80s, I went to work for a guy for a company that did industrial training. So my first gig, so to speak, was selling military bases and and large manufacturing facilities, hands-on training workshops where we would send an instructor in to teach them about electronic troubleshooting. So it was was an on-the-phone, cold-calling type environment, you know, one of the harsher realities of my world. But uh, (laughs) in fact, what I perceived as my lack of sales skills, we actually did grow the company quite a bit and that led to where we got into the online putting up the website that i mentioned earlier maintenance resources and selling other products to that particular niche
0: got you got you and i guess that um you know when you when you look at order fulfillment is this is this a family business now do you do you have your your family members involved in this
1: no i do not have any family members involved i had a business partner for a number of years who decided to exit the business last year and he was actually the son of the company I went to work for back in the early 80s. So, Wow. wow. <laughs> but he, he, he's on to philanthropic opportunities. And so our company is going through somewhat of a transition and, you know, reworking our sites and the rebranding and all that. But it's a great ride, and I continue to do it for quite a while. For anybody that's thinking of uh, using your services,
0: um, what are the benefits of using a fulfillment house such as yours, Brett?
1: Well, the biggest thing people need to consider is what is their time worth? And that's a hard question for a lot of people to answer. I mean, if you're spending your time doing 5 or $10 an hour tasks, such as fulfilling orders, running down to the post office every day, then you're not spending time on things like sales, marketing, product creation, and again, those things that really only you can do or or you should do. And so if order fulfillment is a distraction to your day, and more of an impediment to growing your business than it's something that you should look at getting off your plane and into the hands of somebody that specializes in that particular activity, such as get ship done. And do
0: you cover the world or is it is it primarily the U.S. that, that you tend to work in? I
1: mean, we do ship internationally, certainly, but the majority of the shipments will be U.S. shipments. But, uh yeah, I mean, every day is something going out somewhere around the world. So, I mean, obviously from the U.S., the biggest ship two companies are UK, Australia and Canada. I mean, those are the big three and just a smattering of other things around the world. Got you. And and
0: with your experience in this field, I, I guess over the years you've worked out that there, there must be some kind of formula Uh, to how much to charge when it's a physical product as opposed to a digital product? Because I think some people are put off because they believe that digital products are delivered for free, whereas physical products, You know, how do you price something like that? Uh, Any any tips for people listening or reading?
1: Sure, the standard rule in the information marketing world is that you should be looking at a, a 10 to 1 markup, basically, which means whatever the hard costs are of getting your product into the hands of your customers, you need to be charging 10 times that as your product price. So if you're, you know, if you have something you want to put together and it's costing you $15, then that means it needs to be about a $150 product or more to make it work long term. Mm-hmm. You've got to look at that from the flip side too. If you're in a market like, you know, there's hard topics and soft topics in the market. Hard topics are things like how to make money in real estate or Forex or whatever, where soft topics are relationships and things like that. And typically, a hard topic will command a higher price point than a soft topic. But if you're in a market such as you have a soft topic and and the market from experience is just not willing to pay more than $97 for a product in that particular niche, then you need to figure out what you can package together for no more than about 10 bucks to make the numbers work for you long term so that you have money for marketing and all the other expenses associated with building your platform. So it's kind of a balancing act. I mean, one of the things that people need to think about is if my product as it stands now is only worth $97 in the minds in the marketplace, what can I do to increase the perceived value of that product? Because it's all about perceived value. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's some individual coaching or some pri- webinars or some other things that you can package with that physical product so that the perceived value is higher, and then you can charge the 197 or 397 or 597 or whatever. I've noticed um, even
0: in terms of uh, physical products like vinyl, you know, if you're buying a vinyl record these days, or perhaps even a CD, that there will sometimes be a download code that comes with that package as well, which again can increase the overall perceived value that not only do you get the physical product, but of course you also get the digital product as well. I guess one of the things that springs to my mind is that these days, everybody wants everything immediately. Um, do you ever have clients, Brett, where they will uh, offer like, expedited uh, overnight delivery um, so that you can get your products into the hands of the, of the consumer a little bit quicker? Is, is, that, is that something you're noticing? Don't have a lot of
1: people do that. Most people tend to, because a book is a, such a low price product, they tend to want to ship that media mail because it's the least costly option out there. Mm-hmm. And so the delivery time is, is not a rush in that situation. Media mail is one of those things in the US where you know, the post office kind of gets to it when they get to it, so to speak, they process all the other mail first. And so media mail can run anywhere from two to nine days delivery time as stated by the postal service. So you can do priority mail and all that, but you got to be very careful when you're setting up your shipping cost online that you're appropriately charging for that. If you don't want to, you know, lose money on that particular transaction. Sure. I mean, it is it is a tough choice, but you know, expedited delivery is available, but most people don't use it because the product price is so low. Sure, sure.
0: In terms of you know your your lifestyle based around this brand, a lot of people, I guess, are put off as I say holding. Their own physical products, because as you mentioned, they have to then package them up themselves. They have to take them to the post office, you know, get the the right amount of postage stuck to the to the uh, to the envelope or the um, the package. Um, what does a typical day look like for you, Brett Ridgeway? What 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 does
1: it look like for you? Well, as one of the founders of the company, I have a certain amount of flexibility, <laughs> so. I kind of roll into the office when I am ready to get going. So that could be anywhere between seven thirty in the morning to nine in the morning. I mean, I don't have to be at a certain place at a certain time. I'm also involved in a lot of charity type work. So that I am free during the day to go do what I need to do in terms of that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we have people that run the day-to-day operations of the company and they like to say I'm just a pretty figurehead or whatever and then they, they do all the real work. <laughs> and you know, to some extent that's probably true. Uh but you know I try to focus every day on you know what am I gonna do today marketing wise to grow our company. And that might just be a 10 minute activity, but something proactive every day, whether it's going on LinkedIn or reaching out to book coaches to say, hey, we're out here be aware of our services or whether it's contacting a previous client to just catch up and see what's going on or, or, or whatever. But they, you know, my good friend Armin Moore calls it five-minute marketing. And that's something that every information marketer needs to think about. Even if it's only five minutes a day you have to give to the task, what can you do on that given day... To proactively grow your business, not just work in your business, but work on your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And for anybody that's thinking of perhaps using a service like yours at um, Get Ship Done, um, what is the process, for example, for somebody who wants to get uh, a book printed and 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 handled by by your company, Brett? What
1: what do they need to do? Sure. So one of the things that people need to decide first is you know with book printing, I'll be upfront that you know. Perfect Bound Books, we do not print internally. I have various printing partners that we work with, and so there is a lead time that they need to factor into the whole process. Some of our clients are fulfillment-only clients, and we do nothing but fulfill their orders for them. We're not printing anything for them, producing any type of product for them. We're just doing the fulfillment side of things. Mm -hmm. Other clients, we actually do do the printing and assembly of their products. So they're, they're a duplication and fulfillment client. And it's a matter of what particular service the client needs that would determine how they, they come on board or whatever. But we've been a massive overhaul in our whole business model over the last couple of years. And honestly, because of that, in essence, we fired a couple hundred clients. I mean, because it didn't make sense for them to maintain an account when they weren't moving product with us. Sure. And so, in some cases, the books or whatever product was returned to the client. In some places, it was recycled. In some places, it was donated. But uh, you know, when somebody comes on board with us, the first thing is they sign up for an account online at whether it's Get Ship Done or Ship Your Books or whatever particular services of ours they wish to use. There's an initial account setup fee, which is currently $149, and then they need to decide whether they want to be a Tier 1 or a Tier 2 client of ours. And that has all to do with how much back-end access they want to this system. Some low volume clients, you know, they don't care about seeing, being able to look up the tracking numbers or check their inventory at any time. So they're a Tier 1 client, and they just kind of are in a general pool of clients, and they pay $9.97 per month to maintain an account with this. Tier 2 clients are the heavier shippers who want that 24-7 back-end access to look up a tracking number, check an inventory level, notify us of a new shipment, manually enter and order themselves, whatever, and they pay 24.97 a month for the Tier 2 access. And then it's a matter of are we going to produce the product for them or are they going to have it printed somewhere else and ship them to us to then just handle the fulfillment. So the whole process you know, we we can get started with somebody in as soon as five days. What's you know, we have product in hand and it's set up. It's just a matter of getting an integration in place and getting the product in the inventory to start then fulfill orders for them. Excellent.
0: Um, I mean, for anybody who's who's sitting on the fence, they've maybe got a few products already or a few digital products already, and they like the idea of having a physical product. What would you say to them to encourage them to to come on board,
1: Brett? Well, I think the, you know, the ideal world these days is a hybrid model, honestly, mm-hmm. and people do appreciate the immediate delivery. So when somebody orders something from you, you should be able to deliver something digitally right away so that if they wish to start consuming your knowledge, they can do so immediately while they're waiting for that physical product to arrive. But you know, the smartest marketers, in my opinion, do marry the two together. And I don't know if you're familiar with a gentleman named Armin Morn or not, but He has one of the longest-running internet coaching programs in the industry. It's been around almost 20 years, has several hundred clients involved in it. And you think because it's a membership site and internet coaching, it would be all digital. But it's not because Armand recognizes the value of putting something physical in front of them every month. So he does a monthly magazine where he sends them articles related to internet marketing and all that so that he gets that reinforcement, hey, I'm here, here's the value I'm providing you, et cetera. It's so easy to get out of sight, out of mind if you do digital only. Mm-hmm. And so I think the hybrid model is honestly the way to go. And you know, you got to decide what is best for you in terms of deliverables and all that. But in most cases, you can put together something fairly inexpensively that will give you that physical presence with your clients that will be set you apart from a lot of the marketers out there. I mean, several years ago, a lot of the marketers, when the Internet first came about, they made a mad rush. Oh, I can do digital only and it's free delivery and all that. I'll save so much money. And I had one client who had a newsletter that they decided to convert to a digital only newsletter. And they lost you know, 80 to 90 percent of their subscribers because people had been trained, hey, my deliverable is a physical newsletter, and they weren't ready for digital or whatever. I mean, it's all about managing expectations with your clients. Another well-known marketer, um, it It was Allie Brown, I think, several years ago. She had a physical product that she sold for like $497, and she decided to convert it to a digital product where they could get immediate delivery of the product. But she was smart. She offered an upsell where they could still get the physical version for $200 more. And, like ninety percent of the people took the physical version. They still wanted something in their hands. So they were willing to pay two hundred dollars more to get the physical version, even though they could get the digital version for two hundred dollars less.
0: I think there's something special about actually having something to hold. I mean, I, you know, that I keep mentioning vinyl, but that experience of, opening the vinyl, if it's a gatefold sleeve and taking the vinyl out and the the liner notes and the the artwork. There's something special about that. Same with books as well. Um, I don't know if you're the same as me, Brett, but I've never thrown a book away in my life. (laughs) They just go onto the shelf because that gives you an insight into the person. What have they read? What are they interested in? So I love the idea that, you know, you're helping keep that side of things going, that the whole physical products thing. Any, if anybody is interested in working with you, Brett, where, where should they head to? Where's the, where's the best place to find out more about you?
1: You know, if they get an overview, the best thing to do is go to getshipdone.com, or if they just need book fulfillment, shipyourbooks.com but I also, on our Get Ship Done site, in our uh, Ship Your Book site, there's a, a calendar link there so if they just want to schedule a chat with me to talk about their particular needs, I'm happy to do that. So, You can find that online or you can just pick up the phone and give us a call and we'll chat. Excellent.
0: Well, thanks again for your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure to to chat with you to find out more about what it is you do and also the great work that you are doing. So, Brett, thanks once again.
1: My pleasure.